listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And just... Just lovers today. Yeah. <laughs> just just us two lovers. Yeah, no no, uh, no guests this week. <laughs> we decided not to uh, pivot uh, a, th- a third time during mm-hmm. this little stint here. So we are we're gonna just do just the two of us. Uh, yeah. Charlie is still a little busy with family things. Yeah. So uh, we decided to not continue any of the other runs we were already doing, and we're gonna do something completely different. Something completely new. Um, I wanted to watch Aquaman, so <laughs> that's yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. We talked about uh, we might do the DC movies in alphabetical order. Yeah, I just think it would be so chaotic. Yeah. Just no storyline connected. No, no storyline, just A, B, C. From my understanding, that's kind of how they already are. But Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you got some stats for us. I sure do. All right. So, Aquaman was released in 2018. It was directed by James Wan. Uh, screenplay by David Leslie Johnson, hyphen Mick Goldrick, and Will Bale, B-E-A-L-L. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, it's, you know, based off of Aquaman. It was released November 26th, uh, right around my birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Runtime is 143 minutes. The budget was 160 to $200 million, and it did get $1.148 billion back at the box office. Which is wild. Shocking. I would not have thought that would be the number. I was, I, well, I know that I think this was another one of those that was successful overseas. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's very colorful. It is very colorful. And I know that this, or the, I was told at least that this is one of the more popular ones uh, or one of the better ones. I have only ever seen like Birds of Prey and the second Suicide Squad. And I don't think I've any, seen any I of the other those, DCs. <laughs> I think those are. The, two of the best DC movies. Those are the only ones I've seen. Yeah. So. Well, and uh, the first Wonder Woman movie is really good. Um, Never seen it. <laughs> I I mean, you know, we've got like Dark Knight and all that, but... Not that was, a DC movie? No, it's not. So. <laughs> uh, they, so it doesn't count. Nope, doesn't count. All um, right. Yeah. Had well, you, you hadn't seen this before, had you? I had not. Okay. Um, <laughs> which it is right up my alley because... Aquaman is um, played by Jason Momoa, who, like, I love him biblically. <laughs> <laughs> and it is uh, mermaid adjacent. And yeah, and there are fish peoples there. Like, here's the thing. On paper, this movie ticks off like every single box for me personally. Willem yeah. Dafoe is in it. <laughs> like, yeah. the cast is all people that I like. Um, you like Amber Heard? I mean... I don't know. I didn't really give a shit about her. Yeah, at this time. I, I never and paid attention to the yeah the, I, any she, of it. So I actually she, don't know. No, she had never made an impact for me before. But like Willem Dafoe, Jason Momoa, uh, Patrick Wilson, uh, <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> like I love all those actors. They, they somehow made Nicole Kidman not attractive, which was, was honestly uh, mm-hmm. impressive. It was very interesting. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Julie Andrews is the voice of the Leviathan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Um, but no, I had never seen this. Oh, and Gimli plays uh, the Lord of the Brine, the Crab Man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wild. Wild. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, it's something. Okay. 
Let's uh let's jump into this bad boy. So we start 1985 Seaside Village in Maine. Mm-hmm. It is a stormy night and Thomas Curry played by Timur Morrison mm-hmm. discovers an unconscious woman, Nicole Kidman, which we did debate for a while if that actually was... was Nicole Kidman. Well, I said, "Oh my god, is that Nicole Kidman?" and then I was like, "No. No, she looks like Ugly. <laughs> That's yeah, discount Nicole they, like, Kidman. CGI DH her. And, oh yeah. And same thing. Um, yeah, both of them in this little montage are de-aged, and I, it doesn't. I think he looks pretty good. He does, except I mean, for when his face is like floating. Yeah, yeah. If he looks directly into the camera at any point, it does look incorrect. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyways, Nicole Kidman washed up on shore. Uh, she did have a wounded abdomen. Um, it's not really ever explained how she got injured, like why she I was know, she there. Had to, she was running away. But the guards were chasing her, I guess. For yeah, like not mm. wanting to get married. I don't. Maybe uh, she got bit by a sure, shark. Sure. On the way, <laughs> or maybe that when she crashed on the rocks, that one of the rocks split her. Sure. Yeah. Based I, off of the abilities we know they have, that doesn't make any sense. But... I have no idea. Uh, anyways, yeah. she she is brought into his home. He shelters her. Um, she is confused when she wakes up, and she does uh, destroy a, a TV. Yeah, she, that's later. Oh, but the first time she destroys TV mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is angry, and then does collapse right away. Yeah, and yeah, then he yeah. does catch her, and then she does eat a goldfish, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I guess confirms that the you know Atlanteans. Just eat random fish. What they're beasts to them? Yeah, yeah. Like what? The, what else? The fuck you? Like uh, no, I get it. <laughs> I just <laughs> the nutritional value of a goldfish that small. She needed a snack. Sure. Yeah. Well, we're glad that she That's didn't like eat the dog. Half a hot dog. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so Thomas shows her kindness and tends to her wounds. Uh, she tells him that her name is Atlant- uh, Atlanta. 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 <laughs> Atlanta. Like Lana. At- but, yeah. But nobody pronounced it that way, so it just sounds like Atlanta. Uh, the Queen of Atlantis. And they have a romantic relationship that yeah. goes on for several years. She imprints on him, I think. Yeah. Uh, they do parent a son together named Arthur. Yeah, King Arthur. And then a theme that will happen throughout this movie is there's something just going on and then a wall explodes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or something just explodes next to one of our characters, uh, causing big, big chaos every time. It happens like no less than like four or five times in this movie, which is pretty wild, but... Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, So, everything is lovely one day, and then a bunch of commandos bust in with uh, into their home and start to attack with the intention of taking... Atlanta back to her betrothed King or- Orvax. Yeah. Um, she fights back and beats the commandos down, leaving her time to get away, or leaving Thomas time to get away with Arthur. Right. But they don't really. They. I mean, they go to a different room. They do I go guess. to a different room, but then go into the doorway. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. They. There so. were so many weird camera shots. There were for the fighting. I don't know. It was it was weird. So then, after beating up all of these commandos and killing some of them, she's like, "I do got to go back. I got to go back to the ocean." Yeah, <laughs> uh, they'll they'll never stop hunting me. I, I guess. <laughs> um, and so instead of going inland, we're just gonna. She just goes back. <laughs> she just goes back. It was like, I guess I'll marry him. I guess. <laughs> she literally went to the first piece of land she found and then never left. I mean, I guess we don't know that for sure, 
because she's just there on some rocks. But like, it's it's implied this is the first place that she's landed. Yeah, because she doesn't know anything about the human world because she's confused <gasps> and eats yeah. the goldfish. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so she says she'll return someday. Uh, she kisses Thomas goodbye. Specifically, I will return in the morning right over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she kisses Thomas goodbye and jumps back into the ocean, uh, yeah. leaving Arthur uh, and uh, leaving Arthur her five uh, tinned sea fork uh, when when he is ready to use it. Uh, years later, we see Arthur as a child in a school field trip in an aquarium. He's talking to the fish, and two bullies start to taunt him and mock him for it. And then a shark starts to break the glass. Yeah, the shark can like he's talking to some fish. The kids call him a freak. And they push him up against the glass, and the shark's like, "No, fuck that. That's my boy. Yeah, it's my. Homie. I'm gonna, I'm gonna my break. Good time, pal. I'm gonna break this glass to try and protect him. Yeah, but yeah. wild. Yeah, they, uh, they, uh, everyone kind of watches in, in in astonishment as all the sea creatures gather right behind Arthur. He and, does that little hand pulse. Thing. Yeah, yeah, and then his eyes start to glow yellow. Yeah. So we cut ahead twenty years. A team of pirates led by Jesse Kane, played by Michael Beach, and his son, David uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, I believe mm-hmm. I said that correctly, we'll see, cool. uh, take cover in a, or take over a Russian submarine. Um, they, I like, after subduing the men on board, and by subduing, they just shot everybody. Yeah, they just shoot people, and they're like shooting automatic weapons inside an, a submarine, and I was like, huh. Do they not realize that they're in there, too? Yeah, it seems like sure. a bad plan. Sure. Uh, okay. The the villains find that they, or they, they like, grab, like, the first mate or the captain or something like that, and he's not helpful, so then they just, like, stab him real bad. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. Anyways, uh, they believe that they have hit something, but the, the radar showed something oh, moving very fast. I th- is it before they, that they get hit that... The dad gives him his special grandpa speech oh, and yeah. the special grandpa knife. Yeah, no, you're I, right. I was just like, we're getting way too much backstory with these guys. Yeah, like, they on. give a lot of backstory, but yeah, you're right. He does. He's like, uh, I was of your age when my father gave me this, and now I give you this, mm-hmm. or or when when he, your father gave me this, or whatever. There, there was I didn't entirely understand. They oh, said it was father son. Yeah, but like the speech didn't make sense in my brain. So so like the speech was grandpa served in the World War, and assuming because he was a black man and a veteran, the United States government uh, soon forgot about him and did not give him any benefits or pension, which uh, sounds about right. So he turned back to the sea to struggle or no, no, no. What are they? Scavenge. They scavenge the seas. (laughs) They scavenge the seas. And when I was your age, uh, my father gave me this knife and told me the story about why he pirates. And now it's a family pirate business. So you're about my age. You did a good job taking over the submarine. So here you go, son. Yeah, you did it. You're a you, pirate. You did now. it. You, you, your balls are big enough now. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where they are like, oh, we hit something or something hit us, which no. they jump to that conclusion very quickly. I don't know. It's, yeah. It seems it's, sure. like he's well known. Yeah. At this it, point, yeah. It, which is, he's both well known and not known at all. Isn't that interesting? Which is weird because, Isn't like, that... all, of, <laughs> all of the pirates know exactly who he is. I guess. 
But then, like, the people on the land are like, no, he's a myth. Oh, my God. This is, like, people knowing about that crazy free diver. But you only know about him if you're, like, in the scuba True. community. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I guess there is, like, niche communities like that. I don't know. Something like this, I feel like. Anyways. Right. <laughs> Especially since, you know, in this world, Wonder Woman happened. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I know that a god did try to take over the Earth during during World War II. Uh, yeah, I don't think they actually... Steppenwolf or something? I think they kept um, that part under wraps, but... Sure. They did know about the wonders of that woman, so... Now, hasn't Man of Steel already happened technically at this point, too? Girl, I think so. I don't know. I don't actually know the timeline of this I, at all. I, you want to look up the timeline while I keep this going? Sure. Just, if I'm just, I I'm, I'm, I'm curious at this point. So, um... It so, is one year after Ste- Steppen, yeah, Steppenwolf's defeat. Who wasn't Steppenwolf world in Wonder Woman though? The first one. Um, doesn't that one take place during World War Two? He it does, but it he's one of the bad guys. Oh yeah, in the in Batman versus Super <laughs> Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Sure, not Superman. <laughs> so so Batman, Superman. Steppenwolf, Wonder Woman are all established already in this world if Batman v Superman has already happened. Yeah. And yeah. they're just like, Fishman, impossible. It's not well, possible that there's a Fishman. I know there's an alien. It's harder to get f- photos and videos of him. I I guess. Because he's under the water. Sure. <laughs> um. So uh, a now adult Arthur, played by Jason Momoa, better known as Aquaman, uh, is coming to the rescue. He takes away, takes his, wait. Wow, he makes his way into the, or he makes the sub surface and then makes his way into the sub and starts fighting all the pirates. Um, he he does do a beat up, mm-hmm. and they try to kind of make him a little quippy. It doesn't quite work with Jason Momoa, or maybe I don't know if it's the delivery or the lines. Or... I think it's the lines because he has the casual badass part of it down. Yeah. I, I really think it's the lines, and, like, they didn't let him say fuck enough. That's true. That's true. Uh, but he does eventually go after Kane's. Uh, Jesse shows up and fires a grenade launcher-type weapon, I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure, at Arthur. Uh, they think they killed him, but Arthur picks himself up, mostly unscathed. They're very confused. Arthur retaliates by throwing a rod through Jesse's chest. Okay. Slash he shoulder. Warned, he warned them. Yeah. He did. So the dad is um, punctured. Yeah. Through, he he is punctured in the shoulder. Cage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah, shoulder. It's, it's I'm the shoulder, sorry. yeah. Uh, the sub starts to take on water, and Jesse is uh, then pinned under a torpedo in addition to being stabbed through the shoulder, um, which, sure. Uh, he literally tells them, you you got yourselves into this mess. You can get yourself out. Yeah. Like, fuck off, dudes. Well, and they're just like, don't don't leave us. And Aquaman's like, fuck off. You killed, like, a ton of people. Yeah, you murdered people. I'm not doing shit for you. Yeah. Uh, and then you tried to kill me. Like, what? Right? Like, no. Yeah. Talk no. about entitled. Yeah. Uh, d- uh, David desperately tries to f- uh, free his father and pleads for Arthur's help. He but, do be screaming. But he refuses to save Jesse because he and his son have killed innocent people, which, and- I mean... He's got other shit to, like, he's still got, like, two other Russians to save. Yeah. Uh, David continues to try to free Jesse, but he knows his time is almost up, and uh, Jesse pulls out a grenade before ordering David to get out and go kill Arthur. Uh, it David, was so dramatic. Yeah, David, they, they really thought they were doing something here. They were acting. They were acting. Um, well, actually, I don't think this was the actor's fault. No. 
But no, I don't. Like, I think they were responding appropriately yeah. to the situation that they were in. But I, it was what so I'm saying silly. is the director thought they were doing something here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, David reluctantly listens once he realizes that there's no hope and climbs out of the sub as he hears Jesse set off the grenade and go kaboom. I, I think the problem is uh, we're supposed to feel more torn about them dying in this moment or being in peril but we've not been shown any reason to like them no no and the backstory was not enough like it did not give me any empathy for them at all yeah so arthur rescues the other russian crewman and while david escapes in the other sub the pirate sub they just have like a water underwater submersible type thing that goes real fast yeah yeah Yeah. so Uh (laughs) yeah uh, Arthur joins Thomas as he waits on the docks after having pulled all of the inflatable boats like okay. crazy fast. Okay, so they're in like what seven of those inflatable rafts? Yeah, and like he's got ropes around all of them, sure, and he starts going, and it's like pretty quick. You can see him like bounce a little bit and like get all pushed together, and then he just fucking bolts. Yeah, and I'm like there's no way. Yeah, it there's would no rip way. those things apart. Those would, are not meant for any sort of speed. No, no, those those things would be destroyed, devastated if they hit one rogue wave at all. Yeah, a just, slight bump, like all of those guys are flying. Which I mean, admittedly, Aquaman can just go and put them back in there, but like at the it's, same time, I guess, but like. Why are we, why is that the choice, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, just chill, dude. Yeah. So Arthur goes home and sees his papa. Um, uh, He waits on the docks for Atlanta as he has all of these years. Apparently, he goes every morning or something. He goes every morning. Uh, The two go to a bar where they see the news report of Aquaman's heroics. um, And Thomas knows it was his son. He reminds Arthur how he is meant to unite both the surface world and the kingdom of Atlantis. News to me. Yeah. Uh, a group of ruffians approach Arthur, seemingly looking for a fight, but they actually just want to take pictures with him. It, it's uh, a subversion or whatever. Yeah, subvert those expectations. I guess. Uh, down in Atlantis, Arthur's half-brother, Orm, uh, played by Patrick Wilson. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yep. <laughs> we see Patrick Wilson. He's blonde, and all his hair is slicked back <laughs> into yep. a stupid little, like, swoop. <laughs> yeah, a su- super tight I swoop. was delighted i was thriving <laughs> yeah uh he is with his with arthur's mentor uh nudius vocal played by willem dafoe you can't say that yeah apparently on air <laughs> yeah sure as they prepare meet uh, prepare to meet the king uh norexus of zek bell uh played by dolph lundgren sure uh or wants uh norius to form an alliance with him in a supposed effort to unite the other kingdoms of the sea so he can become the ocean master yeah the dumbest name Mm -hmm. uh however orm's real intent is to build an army large enough to attack the surface world believing that they will strike atlantis first uh norius is also aware of arthur's existence though orm refuses to acknowledge his half-brother or that his mother lived long enough uh lived among the surface dwellers uh just then a blast hits the area and attacked by human submarine orm and norius round up their forces to strike back and orm sends the sub crashing to the depths of the ocean oh my god the the humans just randomly attacked with like 85 torpedoes oh no yeah they were firing them off pretty quick uh, really fast. We we do 
I, 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 you know, called this out immediately because it was very obvious. It was the stupidest, like, whatever, that this is just the Atlanteans, you know, using the sub. But I was like, surely that isn't the sub that sank. Like, and surely it is. It is. Yes, surely, we, let me tell you. <laughs> because that sub that sank, that doesn't make any sense. But here we are. But no, they put all the Atlantean technology inside of it, which is why it can like scooch around a little sure. bit. Yeah, it gets cut down and uh, no one invent- investigates the fact that that sub was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Norius is then convinced to side with Orm as they prepare to send a message to the surface. That evening, Arthur and Thomas are leaving the bar when Arthur is found by Princess Mira, played by Amber Heard, daughter of Norius. Norius? I don't know. She warns Mm -hmm. Arthur that Orm is planning to wage war on the surface and that the lives of people both on the land and the sea will be in danger. Um, She does say billions will die. I mean, which, like, that's so valid because, uh, like, if the coastlines are fucked, that's, like, a lot of people. Oh, for sure. For sure. But, um... I just, her wig only looks good if it's wet. And that is correct, And yeah. her little, like, green outfit, I did like, but it looked like she was going to the club, so. Yeah, yeah. She had, like, a red carpet to be on in that suit. So, yeah. Uh, Arthur doesn't really seem interested, uh, even as Muria, Mura, Mura. I say Mira. Mira tells him that Volko has found a path to the long-lost trident of Atlantan. Atlan. I don't yeah. know. They all all start with ATL, like yeah. whatever, which can be used to defeat Orm and allow Arthur to claim his place as the king of Atlantis. Um, Arthur again doesn't seem to care, uh, and he, it is he's like, I don't go there. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not your king. I don't give a shit. Stop trying to make me care. Uh, and it is his belief that the Atlanteans executed his mother. Uh, yeah. But he promises yeah. to handle Orm in his own way if he does attack. Meanwhile, in the North Sea, Orm and his commandos meet with David from the uh, other sub. Orm hands David his payment. Uh, It's just a bunch of gold coins, which was very funny. Ancient gold coins, apparently. Yeah. Which I was like, you know what? Sure. Sure. That'd be worth a lot. Yeah. But David's like, all I want is the Aquaman. Mm Mm-hmm. He doesn't care about money anymore. Just revenge. Which he blames the death of his father on. So sure. Uh, so shortly after, a massive tidal wave heads towards the mainland as Arthur and Thomas are driving home. That was so ominous. Right, right. It was a huge wave. It strikes their truck and forces Arthur out. Um, he does, it doesn't really force him out. He gets fucking impaled by a telephone pole that perfectly Mm -hmm. threads the needle through the car to yeet That happens. I understand. Okay. But it's still a wild detail to put into this movie. I don't know. Well. Here's the thing. The truck, otherwise undamaged. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, his father is fine. Yeah, he's just in there. And there, an entire telephone pole went through that windshield and took Arthur out. Anyways. Anyway, but he's so strong. He doesn't get impaled by it. He's able to, like swim away and push his way through the wave and go back to his daddy. Yeah. Uh, he f- does find like an air bubble formed. Mm-hmm. And with uh, Mira's help, uh, they are able to get Thomas out and revive him. She does struggle to pull the water out of Thomas's mouth and she, lungs and she stuff. She was struggling real hard to make the air bubble. And then she struggled even harder 
to get the little air, <laughs> the the water out of his lungs. Yeah. And I, 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 don't, I don't know. It felt weird. Yeah, it seemed a little contrived. I was like, how strong is she? Because I can't, I can't gauge it, you know? Yeah. Well, and also, Arthur, like, immediately is like, oh, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. And, like, my first thought was, like, she obviously was the one that made this wave. Right? Like, she has water powers. She's- she has water powers. She showed up. You turned her down. She was saying that this, you right. know, massive destruction was going to happen. And then all of a sudden, this massive destruction happens immediately afterwards. I and know. then she comes and saves you. Like, no one is following the threads here. Yeah. Arthur needed to be a lot more suspicious of her, I think. Yeah. He's he's more of, like, arrogant and cocky towards her rather than suspicious. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. He kind of just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Which, which is, sure, fine, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's fine, I guess. Um, but Arthur looks upon the now devastated land as, and is convinced to go help her stop Orm. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, the surface is going to get fucked up forever. Yeah. And they just kind of dive into the ocean. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Uh, the same place where Vocal taught Arthur how to swim. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah, um, we got to go. Time for a flashback. Yeah, it was a flashback. <laughs> and we're just like, Willem Dafoe. Willem <laughs> Dafoe's here? Well, they, they had mentioned that, like, Arthur being trained by Volko. And we're yeah. like, who the fuck is Volko uh, up to this point? And, well, we were like, who is Volko? And then it cuts immediately to the flashback of him going, Volko. <laughs> and we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> but through through the flashbacks, flashbacks, uh, we find out Volko taught him to swim and use his, you know, Atlantean powers and yeah. uh, fight with uh, Trident and stuff. Yeah. Kind of. He didn't I do mean, a great job. I don't know. He, like, showed him. Uh, we get some flavor. And, oh, and we, I know it happens later, but I don't want to talk about the flashbacks anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, he also learns through his training with Volko that um, his mom was banished to the trench yeah. and... Uh, she was probably eaten by stuff there. They, she was sacrificed. She was to exiled the, to the the creatures below. Uh huh. Yeah. So, Arthur and Mira board her watercraft. Uh, we go through all of the like she talks about like all of these security things that they have, mm-hmm. and then none of them end up mattering. Except. Well, at this point, none of them end up mattering. They just drive right past them. Well, I mean, she does talk about how like they have pretty tight. Uh, it, "Quote unquote immigration or like yeah, it's it's kind of fucked up to be honest. Uh, yeah, we, and well, it was funny though because like they go in and she's like, I have diplomatic immunity and like everybody wants to come in here, and um, I was like, okay, but he doesn't. Can yeah. he just come in? Cause yeah, they he, didn't check you you're at bringing all. him. <laughs> we, we also talked about the fact uh, that there's a wall." Yeah, there's so and they talk that this is a holdover from the olden days. We, and we that's do why immediately a get bridge. a flashback, which is very funny. And Michael and I were just like a bridge, <laughs> walls. For what reason? <laughs> You're underwater, my man. Like, and then later we were like, oh yeah, Atlantis had to sink because of the whole story of Atlantis sinking. So yeah, it was when they would commune with humans and whatever. Yeah, the, the, their technology hubris went too great. Mm-hmm. It made sense sure. eventually, but it was still obnoxious. Yeah, so they, they ride into Atlantis without any issue, and they go to a sunken ship, a ship near the bottom, because none of the nobles will go down here because it's dirty. Yeah, I guess. And there's an air bubble in there, because uh, apparently only nobles can breathe air or something. Air and water. Yeah. Yeah. So I... A sound carries very well through water, so yeah. maybe that was also part of it. 
I mean, that that is a better explanation than what they give. I kept doing that this whole movie. I was like, well, We're connecting you know. dots that they aren't. No, exactly. But anyway. Vo- but Vocal awaits. He tells Arthur that the legend of uh, Ad- Atlantan's trident is real and it belonged to the founding king, played by Graham McTavish, which I, we don't really see him. This forged, powerful, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever. Um and we get the flashback of the, uh, you know, technological advancements, but, you know, their power created their downfall, so it sank to the bottom of the ocean. Um, but their advancements also helped them evolve and breathe underwater. Mm, um, yeah. And some of the people, I, I don't like how they say they, they say that they regressed and mutated into monstrosities. Um, yeah. So, like, apparently some of the fish folk were, like, you know, kept getting smarter and kept their human-ish forms and some, like, quote-unquote, devolved. And I was just like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Anyway. So we, we, we do have the trench people we see later. We have some crustaceans that we see later. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. see some more fishy-like people as well later. More mermaid. Yeah, more like mermaid-esque. People. Yeah. It's fine. I... Here's the thing. I do like that there are different. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. It may, it's cool that there's others, but yeah. the way that they talk about them is no, not. No, the way that they talk about them is pretty shitty. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, uh, the king left lived the rest of his life in exile, so no one knows where it is. But we do find out that a bunch of people have been here. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, Volko provides Arthur and Mira with a cylinder to the final resting place of mm-hmm. it, uh, of Atlan, or at least a clue to it. Yeah, so. there's a map inside, but the container cannot be opened yeah. uh, unless you go to the super secret special place. So, uh, Which is the... The deserter. The, yeah, the deserter sea. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, do, 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 do. So uh, they get attacked by commandos again. Another wall gets exploded uh-huh. right in the... Mm-hmm. Uh, this is another one of those. Yep. Um. So Very Volko funny. and well, and they bust in and they say, "You're not allowed to be in here. You've broken your immigration." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So th- this is uh, like Atlantis uh, uh, ice. Yeah. Well, and uh, Volko hides Mira pretty quickly and is like, "Hey, you can't be mixed up with this guy just yeah. yet. You know, you're gonna blow your cover." Yeah. So Volko retreats. Arthur. Yeah. They, they, they run away. It's- yeah. They run away. Uh, he fights and he gets captured. The yeah. fight was fine. It wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. Yeah. Uh, it is funny though because like there's like white ones and then the red one shows mm-hmm, up and it's like mm-hmm. oh mini boss and then a bunch of red ones show up. They're like oh second phase of the mini boss. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's the second stronger wave. Yeah. Uh, so they do ca- capture Arthur uh, mm-hmm. and he is brought before Orm in chains. In chains. Uh, and those chains are held by other people. Uh huh. <laughs> for an unknown reason. I guess they assume that he's not as strong as they are because he doesn't go underwater sure. like they do. Even, even so, why? Why that method? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Here's yeah. the thing. If he weren't super strong, I feel like that would have worked because it was like five. Sure. Like if, if five guys work, held me back why? with chains. I know, right? Because uh, in theory. Why wouldn't you just bolt the chains? Yeah. Why? I why? don't know. I don't know. Or, like, tie it to a whale or something. Yeah, something. <laughs> they have a bunch of whales and big fish that they use for Yeah, we did see that, like, different... Uh, so, like, Turtles, whales, well, sharks. They're, they're, yeah, they, some ride sharks, some ride giant mm-hmm. seahorses. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, like, a medieval, like, crocodile shark oh, creature yeah, that we see. Oh, yeah, it's like a leopleurodon or something. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like an ancient uh, crocodile. Yeah. 
But Orm taunts Arthur with the belief that his mother was executed for burying a child on the surface. Mm-hmm. Arthur suddenly feels he's to blame for his mother's death. Um, Orm explains to him, uh, explains his position and his hatred for the surface world due to the harm they have inflicted upon the oceans, which, valid. Oh, we didn't really uh, talk about it, but the giant wave also pushed all of the trash and, like, warships back onto mm-hmm. the surface of I the oceans. I thought that was valid. Yeah, that is valid. Yeah, all of, <laughs> all of the uh, pollution and trash and uh, other stuff that we've dumped in the ocean got pushed back, and I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty... Fair play. Fair it's not, play. It's not great for, like, a lot of the coastal uh, cities, but, you know, valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Orm offers to let Arthur leave and never return, but Arthur challenges him to a duel uh, his right as an Atlantean, uh, despite the objections from Volkol and Mira, Orm accepts, uh, because Orm is so confident that he's a better fighter than Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, so Arthur gear. Oh, it's a, uh, Tylosaur. Sure. That's all. I just wanted to be correct. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so Arthur gears up for the duel, donning a helmet and armor, wielding his mother's sea, for- sea fork, uh, you know, like dead bodies of challengers or something and it's fine mm-hmm. um meanwhile orm uh gives mira his betrothed a bracelet that he says belonged to Ad- atlanta it's ugly it, yeah it's like a gold band with a giant ass pearl on it and i was like all right tacky whatever yeah. We get another uh, flashback of vocal training. There's a shield made out of vortex water. It'll become important for the end of the movie, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, we find we get the mommy issues and stuff like that in the backstory. And then vocal tells her that she, tells Arthur that she was executed and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the present, Arthur heads to the Ring of Fire, uh, where the duel commences. Uh, we get a Colosseum scene, essentially, uh, which, you know, everyone seems to be cheering for Orm, which makes sense because he's their king. Yeah, he's the king. He got out there and he made a good speech first. Yeah. So. Uh, though, our, although Arthur puts on a respectable display of or- force, Orm uh, does atta- atten- attempt to drag him to the lava to kill him. Arthur escapes and almost kills Orm with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, but Orm does use his trident to break Arthur's mother's fork. Yeah, um, there's um, I don't I don't know. She they kept talking about I have my father's trident, which is really cool. And it's you have never your, seen defeat. Yeah, you have your mother's uh trident, which was imperfect, w- like, which was or, flawed, oh, flawed, just, just like, like her. her. And I was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. And Ugh. this fight proves it. <laughs> okay i guess it did break but like yeah. he did the same move four times and arthur couldn't think of something else to counter with yeah he, d- he didn't try to counter and then orm doesn't do the move again to finish the fight yeah which uh, anyway it's fine uh mira being upset about the whole thing did run away and take off all of her jellyfish uh dress mm-hmm. uh, oh my god she's wearing her jellyfish wedding dress to the big fight and i was like why would you i don't think this? that's her wedding dress it could be a wedding dress. It could dress. be a wedding dress, but I don't think it is. Um, I was just like, why? What? Who made this choice? Was it you? Because I don't see any little handmaidens is it, is, walking would around. Would that be like the same of, as us doing like fur coats and stuff? That would be like... <laughs> that would be like us going to watch Michelle fight a girl in like 
black tie formal wear. But I was thinking more specifically, like, jellyfish were once living creatures, and now she has just desecrated their bodies to make fashion. Oh, um, sure. I mean, That's why I was saying they're, like, wearing a fur, fur coat. I, here's the thing. You wouldn't necessarily have to kill jellyfish to have that happen. I Jelly, mean, true. Jellyfish just do whatever. That's true. That's yeah. true. I honestly, violence to jellyfish does not hurt me and my soul. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe don't, but still, yeah. it's not the worst. Uh, so Mira intervenes in the fight. Um, and sure. It's Yeah, sure. she drives up. She's like, get in, bitch. We're yeah. leaving. So we get a and Fast and the Furious goes, movie now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I, as I pointed out, this would make Arthur forfeit, and he has now lost the fight. I guess. That's, you know, that's how that works. I mean, Orm did go to the other people like, hey, I won this. I'm the king now. Give me my, give me your army. I mean, he already did that, though. But He, he already he, had all the armies. He no, didn't need to win this fight. not all of them. He only, yeah, he only yeah, had he the one guy. He invades the rest of them now. Yeah, he, he invades yeah. them. Not yeah. because he won this fight with Arthur. None of them give a shit about Arthur. Oh. I don't know. None maybe of them that care. one maybe that one king did. Most only one king knows about him and he already does already joined him. I don't know. So Yeah, I don't know why it it, it wasn't it there was not great significance no. to him leaving the fight. No. Uh Samira so intervened, they you know, f- run away. Uh they escape the watercraft uh as it, it, it crashes into the lava. Mm-hmm. Um just outside the city. Just outside the city, because they were able to fly past all these impenetrable defenses. Yeah, they just fly over. Yeah. But, you know, they're made to keep people out, not keep people in. Apparently. <laughs> Even though the guns do actively point inside. Yeah, they- <laughs> yes, they do. So, anyways, um, the they two run away, uh, and and Orm is led to believe that they were killed, but mm-hmm. we find out quickly they he has a tracker. They uh, hide in the mouth of a whale? Yeah, That's, uh, Arthur had summoned so that he could, you know, take them somewhere safe above the surface. Yeah, like Pinocchio. Yeah, and, and she's like, "How are you doing this?" He's like, "I don't know. I just talk to him." He's like, "I don't know. I just do." <laughs> so we know that it's not normal for Atlantans to talk to fish and other creatures of yeah, the sea. Apparently not. He so, has a special. He's a still a special boy. Yeah. So Orm, of course, knows that they're still alive, and then the council. Question mark tells them that they shouldn't kill Arthur and Mira or something. Oh, no, but then for- Orm's like, fuck them. <laughs> like, he tells them, no, of course, just have Revan return. And then just tells his commandos to kill him anyway. So. Yeah, no, no. So he's he's talking to the king. They're like, oh, we've tracked them to this location. And he's like, okay, we got to hunt them down and kill them. So I'm for sure the only king. And the other king is like, that's my daughter. Don't do that. And Volko is like, sir, you sh- probably shouldn't do that because of politics and king orm is like yeah yeah yeah, totes for sure absolutely uh you're always right volko that's right and then he like gets on his little i am messenger and <laughs> tells his commandos to go talk to black manta yeah so they go talk to david he's not black manta yet oh sure sure sure, sure. um and yeah they they give him a bunch of atlantean weaponry mm-hmm. um to ensure that arthur is killed they give him like a thing that turns water into concentrated plasma yeah which the the mass on that doesn't really make sense and he like is able to like blow up a big old rock here's the thing they poured the water (laughs) into the device with a conch shell yes it's very funny (laughs) i was like oh my god this water gun (laughs) this is great 
Uh, so he does immediately take apart all of the Atlantean stuff and like makes it his own? Question I, mark? Yeah, he has got to spray paint spray paint the suit, and uh, he retrofits the plasma thing to be goggles. Yeah, so you can shoot uh, eye blasts. Yeah, which is not better. No. Um. So it, it was silly. We like he was taking stuff apart, and we were like, "So like it's just broken now, right?" Yeah, it'd be very funny if he <laughs> just couldn't put it back together. <laughs> like, apparently he's very smart and he can do this, but apparently. it was still like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> There's like goop falling out of. Things. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" And like you, don't, this was manufactured. This was manufactured underwater. Yeah. Maybe it, that has to be he's in there command- at a certain pressure. Yeah, he's given commandos to lead, and like we don't see them at all during this. It's like, oh no, just not that the commandos would necessarily understand how their weaponry works or anything like that. Because no. it's not like I expect the U.S. military people to like. They have to maintain their own weapons. They have to under- maintain it, but they don't necessarily know how it was like manufactured or tooled or anything. But no. even so, like, why is he able to just do this? He's just so smart. We haven't been given any indication that he's in any way smart. So not uh, not up until this point. Yeah. Anyways, Arthur and Mira board a plane to take them to the Sahara Desert, which is the 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 sand sea, the dry inland sea. Yeah, I guess. So apparently, Mira has a thing that tells them where this would be. Yeah, she's got a little Atlantean GPS tracker for some reason, and uh, she does just yeet herself out of the plane. So we now know that they can fall from great heights and not die. So that's cool i guess i think it's for them like if we were to fall from a great height on the moon yeah yeah but but they don't walk that way yeah so i don't know yeah i don't understand but uh yeah they skydive no parachutes uh mirror tells arthur that the sahara was once covered by an ocean and they walk around for a while and arthur's like hey we're gonna die out here like we don't have any water you're a water person i'm a water person there's no water here there's no water here and we also don't know where we're going and there's literally nothing out here yeah and she's like but um my little tracker says and then he throws it and then he falls in the uh, hole (laughs) takes two steps and he falls into a little sand chute and finds the secret atlantis city in the sahara yeah we haven't really talked about it but the uh, CGI on them sliding down is very oh, bad. It was... it, it's very bad. Her uh, okay. Everybody's wig is bad. Who yeah, has the, the... to wear a wig? Uh, the CGI is not particularly superb. No. Um, you know what? I will say the colors are pretty fun. They're very cartoonish. Um, I don't know. It was camp. Yeah, it was camp. Um, but anyway. So yeah, we end up in an old temple. Um, uh, where we find out that Atlantan's trident was forged. Mira places the cylinder down on the round platform. Nothing happens until she realizes it must be activated by water. So she draws water from Arthur, because why not? Uh, and activates like a holographic message from Midlanton with instructions on how to locate his trident. Something about a king. Something. It doesn't matter. Um, and then they find and they find an antique wine bottle that will be important. Mm-hmm. Um, with a map inside that tells them their next stop is Sicily. Oh, did we totally breeze by, like, that <laughs> he said that if they needed water for the canister, he could just piss on it. And I yeah. was like, this movie's good, officially. Yeah, because we, we kept saying, like, why wouldn't you <laughs> just, just pee, pee on, on it? it? Just like, pee on it. He was like, oh, yeah, I could have just pissed on it. And yeah. I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah. I applauded greatly. Yeah. I feel like if I had seen this in theaters, I would have had a really good time. Especially if the theater was full, you yeah. know? Anyway. Uh, so Orm meets with the Fisherman King, 
in an attempt to get him to join forces, but the king refuses. And then mm-hmm. Orem does do a kill of him in front of his wife and daughter. He just commits regicide. Yeah. He then orders them to have their people join him uh, because now the daughter is the queen. I mean, I guess, but I guess. like hostile takeover, there's rules of war. Like, yeah. I don't know. What, maybe fish rules yeah. for fish wars are different. Yeah, I don't know. So anyways, we jump to Sicily. They're just there now. They got out of the Sahara Desert somehow. Uh, they have resources or whatever. They don't. But uh, don't uh, anyways, they briefly indulge in activities among the surface dwellers. Mira seems to be smiling because she's doing like little tricks with the water for <sighs> oh a child oh that they God. gave an ancient gold coin to. She gets some flowers that are red roses. She sees other people eating red things and she's like, ah, I need to eat these. And then she eats them and she's like, pretty good. <laughs> and yeah, he's and like, all right, I'll eat one too. Yeah. We're having fun. Yeah. Um. And I I think Arthur speaks tourist um, Italian because he's going like scoozy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he seems and to speak andiamo. Italian later when he's telling them, like, uh, escorting them to run away and stuff. But what's the, one of the first things you learn in Spanish? Like, left and right, please go here. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I sure. feel like that's pretty basic. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. It's, tur- it's tourist Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they you know, indulge for a little bit, and then they find a spot among statues of past leaders, uh-huh. and we just happen upon that. Well, they have a map that tells them to go to the specific, like, castle sure. or sacred place on a hill. Which so, it, ha- so it happens just there. to be a platform with some fucking statues that apparently has been around for millennia. Yeah, I mean, that's how Greek stuff be. They try to preserve all that shit. Ah. Yeah. Ancient Roman stuff. I don't know. That wasn't the that wasn't the part. Like the part that bugged me with this was like he still had a couple of fingers on his uh marble hand and I was like, no. Yeah. No. Exposed to the elements? No. Absolutely yeah. not. So according to the message, only a king will reveal the trident's location. So Arthur apparently just knows, you know, Italian history and finds the king Romulus, which was I mean, the... those are all pretty sure. like big figures. Yeah. Like, he seems to know a lot of Italian history, though. I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It, so It doesn't matter. Uh, all right. Let's, let's just move Fine. on. Um, <laughs> we've already talked about this for 45 minutes. Ugh. <laughs> um, so they put the bottle on there. It's a telescope. It points in the Trident's location, so they know which way to go to the trench, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Which, sure. They have their heading. Yeah, so they are attacked by David King, now calling himself Black Manta, and some of the commandos. Uh, it's a fight. Mm-hmm. They uh, fight. They break up that Italian town. Yeah. Mira does take on uh, a lot of the commandos. It does show that she's at least, you know, competent as a fighter, which I appreciated. Yeah, she's she's doing some stuff. Yeah. She kills off a bunch of them and finishes off a couple others. And then uh, eventually she does uh, manipulate all of the red wine uh, and turns them into, like, spears and impales everybody this made me roll my eyes yeah so hard it, it, they really thought they were doing something with all the the red wine explosion behind her mm-hmm. but yeah anyways uh arthur uh and black manta fight for an extended period of time uh arthur's not doing very good because now manta has atlantean weapons so he can actually hurt arthur um and then uh he does get like he does make like a bolo essentially and then mm-hmm. sends black manta into the ocean uh like tumbling away pretty much yeah, yeah. 
So Mira treats Arthur's wounds, and the two of them sail. Um, Arthur does wake up from his wounds to someone just like playing a flute, oh, which was my so fucking funny. God. I was so annoyed with this because, <laughs> like, the flute's kind of playing in the distance, and at first you're kind of like, "Oh, is this the soundtrack?" And I was like, "No, no, no! This is diegetic. This is in the film. Someone yep. is playing a flute in this film, and yep. <laughs> it's Mira. She's just playing a flute." Yeah. Oh, she's wearing all white, playing a flute, and I hated it. I thought it was so stupid. So, uh, Arthur mentions how he feels responsible for David coming after them because he didn't save his father. Uh, he doubts his worthiness to be king or a leader. Mira assures him he is wrong, and that there's a bridge between man and sea. Back at Atlantis, Orm is planning an invasion of the surface with his newly unified tribes, question mark? Yeah. He finds out that Volko has been working against him and orders his men to imprison Volko. Wow. Uh, as as they sail through a storm, Arthur and Mira are attacked by these creatures from the trench. Um, it doesn't make any sense because they're, like, light sensitive. So if they're that light sensitive, they couldn't come to the surface without their bodies, like, exploding. But sure. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. They fight for a while, um, and then they do eventually jump into the water, and there's just a massive horde of them. It was kind of a cool shot. I don't know. It seemed like too many creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, um, you know, going down, and eventually they keep swimming, and there's a light that, like, the other creatures just don't want to go near. So mm-hmm. that's cool. Um. I don't know. They just uh, don't want to. I don't know. They they were sensitive to the flashbang, and then there was a big light in the center. Yeah, I just so they go into it, and it's like a, it's like a like a tornado, lightning tornado underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get pulled out of it, or they get yeeted into like a new water source, and it's they're mm-hmm. at the center of the earth, the center at of the, the earth, and we see dinosaurs, and we see jungles, and we see crystals, and I was like, wow, the core of the earth from Journey to the Center of the Earth. Yeah, or th- this weird is to also, see you here. This is also like very similar to like the Savage Land and uh, Marvel. Oh sure, same idea. But, oh yeah, okay. But there's, you know, a mysterious figure that saved Mara. Uh-huh. So, wonder who that could be. Oh, no. That's cool. She's got white, grayish hair. Yeah. Uh, to Arthur's surprise, it's Atlanta. Uh, it's his mama. His mama. They somehow know each other, and they embrace for the he- first time <laughs> since he was, like, five. A baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, they did keep that one photo of her. That somebody stepped on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I was like, you're both like aged a little bit. Yeah. Like, are it's been twenty years since they've seen each other. Right. Like, I feel like they should have. They should have had just to know. introduce. They just know. They should have had family. to introduce themselves. Uh, it's just silly. Yeah. Anyways, uh, do 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 do. Atlanta tells Arthur Mira how she escaped execution, and by escaped execution, she just ran. Uh, she's been stranded in this, you know, center of the earth. She points out to Arthur that the trident is located by a nearby waterfall. Convenient. Like, yeah, we just found it. And only the one true king may enter and come out with the trident, because mm-hmm. we know that for some reason. Well, no, no, no. She says she's gone in there and tried to get it herself a couple times. Yeah. But, again... Why do we know that it's the one true... And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's fine. Uh, so uh, uh, 
Atlanta and Mira give Arthur confidence to head on in. Arthur enters and sees the trident glowing on a dais. Mm-hmm. Um, he suddenly comes face to face with a uh, a Carathon. Yep. Uh, voice Big old of, voiced by Julie Andrews. Creature. Um, she is monologuing at him. She's like, "What are y'all doing in my in yeah. my swamp?" <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, she she does beat him up for a little bit, and mm-hmm. then he does communicate, and she's like, "Wait, hold up, you can understand you me." You can actually understand. Which me. I love. I do love the <laughs> the fact that she was just monologuing, not thinking that he could understand her. That mm-hmm. which does make the whole thing better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty great. So like, he, I don't know. He likes. Bas- he says hello, and she's like, "Wait, you can't actually understand me. <laughs> uh, only King Atlan understood me in the yeah. past, and." Uh, it cuts to like all the bodies, all the skeletons of the other people who have tried to take it. Which is like, <laughs> oh, so there's been like a bunch of people that have mm-hmm. tried to do this. So mm-hmm. a bunch of people have come to the center of the earth and mm-hmm. found where this trident was supposed to be. Super secret hidden. Super secret hidden that no one had, had any idea. And there was a huge puzzle that they had to solve to find it. But a bunch of people apparently just wandered in here. I guess. I guess. Uh, anyways. It's fine. Whatever. Uh, so... Uh, the the Carathon asks Arthur what makes him worthy of wielding the trident. He says he's not worthy because he's a Debbie Downer. <laughs> he only wants it to save both worlds. Um, she says, you know, if you can take it from him, go for it. <laughs> he's never let go before, but if you can grab it, like yeah. go, go ahead. <laughs> so he gets power in a new suit of gold armor. Hooray! Or he, gold and he, green. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, take it from king atlan he bluetooth syncs to it yep and it gives him a new outfit which i liked it was fine yeah so we cut to orm now calling himself the ocean master Mm -hmm. uh and his forces launch an attack uh against the brine king yeah crab crab yeah crab crab people we don't really get a lot of information as to why they're attacking the brine because they won't submit because they're stubborn because here's the thing here's the thing you're gonna lose people in this fight that could just you know, not, not happen. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, I think maybe he thought that if he had the Brian King's power too, maybe the trench would follow. The the Brian King does say like at one point like, oh, you can take my armies, but I'll never give in or something like that. Yeah, so it know. kind of implies that if he kills the Brian King, then he just gets the armies. But which like you know, if you've only got to kill one guy, yeah. It's fine. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. We, this uh, recap is co- incorrect because it says that Orm is launching his attack on the surface, which is not true. No, it's not. Um, but yeah, they, they do a fight. We get a big cinematic fight and then all of a sudden the, the Carthen breaks through and it's Arthur riding it and um, we get a big old battle for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. It's great. We do get to see Ocean Kaiju. Yes, we get Ocean Kaiju, and then uh, they also just learn that uh, Aquaman is leading a bunch of sea creatures. Like, they're following Mm -hmm. him, like the trench people are following him and stuff like that. Because he has the scepter now. Yeah, he has the scepter now, and apparently the, you know, the the trench people have no minds of their own and just automatically follow that or something. They're like hive mind kind of guys. So they fight and they subdue (gasps) Orm's army. We didn't talk about the Spider-Man-esque thing that happens in aquaman's brain oh we didn't yes <laughs> okay yeah we gotta talk to all about. the creatures of the ocean mentally <laughs> so in the spider-man movies when he gets bit like specifically the toby Maguire ones all his little neurons all, fire all the neurons fire and we get like go down the electrical path of mm-hmm. like him his body transforming and the dna being rewritten and stuff like that they do the exact same mm-hmm. thing 
but instead of being neurons and stuff like that, it's just sea creatures. Yeah. <laughs> it, it made me teehee. Haha. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Oh, boy. Anyway, so they're fighting. They're fighting. Uh, he controls the trench. He steals Orm's uh, seahorse, and he's, like, riding it through battle. Um, they're fighting. They're fighting. And then they get lifted up to the surface to have their one-on-one Yeah, the other battle. Atlanteans have renounced their loyalty to Orm because uh, uh, Arthur is le- has the, the, yeah. the special trident now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just like, well, that's your king, so I guess that's who we're following. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they fight again, but this time on the surface, because Mira's like, hey, do it on your terms this time. <laughs> God. Which... The most simple, basic shit. Yeah. Like, anyway, whatever. Yep. Uh, so Arthur forces Orm to the surface. Uh, they they fight, uh, and Arthur does shatter Orm's trident. Mm-hmm. You know, reminiscent of the original fight, leaving him on his knees. Mm-hmm. Arthur decides to spare Orm's life, uh, even as he demands to be killed. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta rises from the ocean to greet Orm, and the two embrace because he's like, "Mama." <laughs> she goes, "My baby boy, stop this tomfoolery right now." Yes. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "Okay, Mama." <laughs> uh, she's like, "My firstborn, the one I did love." That is the one that is the ruler. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, I mean, the second child was a product of uh, a, a bad marriage. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It would be like she's treating him pretty well, considering yeah. she uh, did not want to have him. Yeah. During the during the fight, Mira does save Volko at one point, too, after killing a bunch of guards that willingly let her in. She's still the princess. Yeah. They. I guess, I don't know. Well, that's the thing, is all of them have already renounced Orum. It doesn't matter. Whatever. I think that happens before they... No, because she gets past her father. Her oh. father's like, oh, well, that's your king, so that's who will, you know... Oh, So never lay mind. down your arms or whatever. So then she breaks in and then kills more guards. Yeah, Anyways, Volko, it's fine. Yeah, it's so Vocal orders the commandos to arrest Orum. Uh, he goes willingly. Arthur tells Orum that he's willing to talk to him when he's ready. Mm-hmm. The Atlanteans After you cool off in jail. Yeah, the Atlanteans then esca- uh, accept Arthur as their new king. Uh, Th- we cut to a scene with Thomas going down to the docks once again and is surprised to see Atlanta has finally returned. They embrace and do a big old smooch. Gross. I was so annoyed. I just, I, do- I didn't buy that they had any chemistry at all. Yeah. Um, it was dumb. Yeah. Uh, so Arthur concludes with a narration stating how destiny has a way of bringing two people together, like it brought his parents together, and how he is now accepted in his position as son of the land and king of the water and protector of the seas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mid credit scene, David is alive and he is found by Stefan Shin, played by Randall Park. He was the conspiracy theorist that was like on the news earlier on in the movie we didn't really touch on him but he was one of the people's like oh atlanteans are real and all the news people are like you're dumb as fuck so uh but yeah Mm -hmm. so he found black manta question mark and has nursed him back to health question mark i guess so but he's obsessed with atlantis and aquaman uh when david wakes up he finds uh stefan checking out the atlantean tech and he's like, oh, this is Atlantean tech, and like almost gets killed by the laser eye thing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and David offers to show Stefan how it all works if he tells him where Arthur is. And it's like, he does, he actively does not know where Arthur is. We know that because he doesn't know if they're real or not. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. So, yeah. That, that's the movie. That's the end of the movie. Yep. It's uh not a good one. 
It's no. a bad one. It's a bad movie. Uh, it's very funny though. It is. Fu- it's funny, funny in like a bad way. Like it's good to mm-hmm. like yell jipes at it. But... Yeah, that it would be fun to um, like watch it in theaters again. Like, but with a bunch of people and drunk. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that would be like the fun way to do it. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a rating for this? Anything you want to talk about that we didn't talk about? Oh God, the, the wigs were just god awful. I I don't like. I know they were supposed to be flamboyant, but they, they were bad. Yeah. The wet wigs were pretty cool. Um, CGI touching on this, those, probably. Yeah, the, it was like you could tell when they were in the water. Uh, the hair was pretty much CGI, um, but it wasn't the worst. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad I, I'll, I'm glad I didn't see this movie when there was hype for it. But also, I kind of wish I had seen this movie when there was hype for it. Um, yeah. I just, I, I know I would have, like, if I had, bu- like, you know, uh, bought into the hype, I would have been disappointed. Oh, yeah, for sure. But if I, <laughs> if I went in, like, I know this is going to be bad, but everyone in the theater is going to scream. And I love that. Uh, it would have been a good time. Yeah. So it was fun to watch with you at home screaming. Yeah. <laughs> we did We did yell at the screen a few times. It was great. A, a rating? Uh, this is pretty solid, like two stars. Yeah. yeah two that's starfish. Yeah. It. it uh, technically, this is not a good movie. Um, <laughs> ratingly, not a good movie. Um, like I said, I've been told in the past that this is one of the better DCEU movies. And I. it makes me qu- cringe to think that that might be the case. Um, so mm-hmm. that's fun, I guess. Uh, I, I did not like this movie in any stretch of the imagination. Like you said, I think it would be fun in a group setting every once in a while. Like, I think you could make some fun drinking games out of it. Like every time oh, the wall dude. explodes, like take a shot that, or something like that. That would be amazing. Like I could see that being a lot of fun, but yeah, no, thank you. So yeah, I think, I think two stars would be a good one for that. But yeah, yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, if you like what we do here, we do have the socials down below. So Woo-hoo. go ahead and check those out. We are Characterverse or Characterverse Pod or Into the Characterverse. Just about anywhere you can look. I forget which ones are which, to be perfectly honest. Um, but we do have the Patreon as well, if you're so inclined. Uh, but for this week, I've been Mike. I've been Audrey. Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time.